The following is a paid program and is meant for educational information only and is the sole opinion of today's sponsors. A full inspection of your situation is suggested before taking any action. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. This is Making Your Home Great. I'm Dave Alexander. Along with me every week is Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Hey, Brock. Hey, how are you doing, Dave? So far, so good. So far, so good. We've got in studio Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting. Hello, sir. Hey, Dave. How's it going? Good, good, good. And Holly Bowers of Roofworks. Hello. Hi, Holly. Hey. We are going to put Holly in <laughs> in our spotlight for a moment. We've agreed, the gentleman in the studio, that we're going to make Holly, can we agree on this, as uncomfortable as possible. <laughs> you said it, Dave. All right. Because here's what we did. We got into a pre-show discussion, and Holly said, and I quote, yeah, I'm not sure I want to talk about that. So, guys, have we agreed? <laughs> we, logically, we have to talk about it. Now. We have to talk about that. that. That makes the most sense. But let's start with RoofWorks. RoofWorks is a roofing company. You've got brick and mortar in this area, right? That's right. We're right off of Hillsborough Street with an awesome showroom, and our setup is just great. We're we need to talk excited. about that showroom at some point, but we we're gonna we we got to go in that area. There was a uh, where was it? Is it yeah. Carrie? No, I'm, I'm I'm actually glad we have these guys in the studio today, uh, Holly and Brian, because uh, I'm sure we have a lot of listeners that live up in Cary. One of my business partners sent me a video last night of I guess a hailstorm that that came through Cary last night. Right. Uh, so more than likely, there's a lot of roofs that have some roof damage, a lot of decks, siding, stuff that has. Uh, damage due to hail now and these are the right two people to have in the stu studio obviously brian does painting and staining which is <laughs> who you're going to want to bring in to restain the deck after a bad hailstorm. Yep. holly and her crew are able to get the roof replaced i think it's gonna be a good show today now holly the the roof works list of services includes things that are not insurance related that are that are just you know if i want a solar panel or not a solar panel but a so, uh, skylight that's, there's a section of the company that solar works um do you do solar we like, do, um not actually solar panels but um sun tunnels skylights solar fans things of that sort so okay yeah and you do things like for instance repairs that nearly nobody else is doing and, and why aren't the other folks doing this? Um, well, I think what makes us special is we have our, all of our repair maintenance is in-house and we can do any and everything. So it doesn't it doesn't really matter what you have. We're, we have the guys that are experienced that can go out and take care of it, whether it's just a simple shingle repair or it's an intricate slate, tile, metal, flat roof, anything of that sort. We've got crews that are trained in every single part of roofing as a whole. And along with that, includes weather damage. It you, does. You, we can call you and do people do call you the day after a hailstorm, and you guys come out. We yes, we we definitely want to help the homeowners because we just want to make sure that they are protected and we're giving them the best situation possible for if there is storm damage for that situation. So. 
Yes, if they have any kind of damage, definitely give us a call because we want to be at their service to make sure that we take care of them. And they've got a long-term company that is going to stand behind their work and give them long-term warranties because that's very, very important. From a local company, I mean, after these storms come through the Metroplex, you got a lot of people coming in from out of town, a lot of roofers that come in from out of town trying to get quick you know, a quick buck off the storm. Yeah. RoofWorks is a local company. They've been here for many, many years taking care of uh, our residents. I've got to ask Brock to talk me out of going to the guys who just knocked on my door. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, there are people who yep. do that. Now, from Holly's standpoint, of course, she would rather that RoofWorks does this. That's right. Just because we want to make sure that you guys, we we have a brick and mortar. There's a reason why we have a building right off Hillsborough Street, because we're going to give you a warranty. You can find us. You know exactly where we're located. We're not here to screw anyone over. We want to be fair and just, and we we just want to make sure that you get what you pay for and you're not taken advantage of. That's the most important thing for us. And, And, you know, we've talked about on the show many times before how important reviews are. The guy who's knocking on your door that just pulled up in his his personal truck, yeah, probably not going to have the same type of reviews you get from RoofWorks. So I, I always recommend to your research and to any contractor you bring in, especially one that just knocked on your door. Now I had my roof totally replaced after storm damage. Now I don't want to dominate the show. I'm just going to tell you a quick story. Roof damage number one. It was a hailstorm okay the insurance company fella went up on the roof the roofing fella came up on the roof they were local they were reputable but i'm just telling you that they went up on the roof and there was a disagreement the insurance company said no okay now during that whole period of time the neighbor got his new roof the guy next to me got a roof And the other person on the other side got a new roof. Luckily, and I don't know why this is luckily, but here's what happened. We had another storm. And finally, everybody agreed, yes, we need to replace it. But I was getting approached by people after people after people going to replace my i mean they're walking through do you know we had to buy a no soliciting sign <laughs> is, is it kind of like you get the solicitors from the lawyers when you get a speeding ticket somewhere yes. it's kind of like that i feel Amen. like i feel like i got one of those recently and i'm now just getting like hundreds of envelopes in the mail from lawyers from winterville i didn't realize there were so many lawyers in winterville that's and where they're all held up <laughs> to our listeners avoid winterville apparently there's a speech right there, I promise. <laughs> but, you guys, but you guys do insurance work. If anybody has a problem, I want them to write this number down. What, what's your number? It is 919-852-2660. And the company is RoofWorks. Pay attention to the fact that in order to, to kind of copyright your name, you have to misspell it. So Roof is spelled the way you uh, roof, and Works is W-E-R-K-S. RoofWorks. Go to their website and you check them out. Now, Brock brought something up, Brian, that I never thought of. Because in my experience, I've never had damage on my deck that I could attribute to a storm. And the insurance company would say, yeah, okay, let's go ahead and repaint it or restain it. That happens. You know, I'm, I'm sure it does. We don't deal a whole lot with that. We don't yeah. see it too often. Um, 
I'm sure there are certain cases, though, that have heavy uh, hail damage that could possibly fall in that category. All right. What's the scope of, of finch quality painting? So our scope for the residential, um, our service that we provide is kind of, you know, it's a broad stroke. We do the interior, the exterior. Um, we like to stain porches. Um, we even like to go into the garage and try to um, do some epoxy flooring. Um, so basically like uh, rot repair, anything that kind of goes along with the painting industry for the residential um, homeowner. You mean if if you discover, you know, I'm going to say, yeah, paint over that thing. But if you discover wood damage, is sure. that often? Um, it, it actually is r- quite often. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of places um, behind your gutters and corners where you have a little bit of flashing that possibly have come, you know, maybe come undone over the years. Right. Or if you have some columns on your front porch that kind of just, um, you know, are made of the non-rot material, just your old wooden columns, that's another place where we see a lot of rot, rotten wood. And so... There's some uh, a few places on houses that you kind of look for. Okay. And talk to me about this garage floor. Because, number one, I've never parked my car inside my garage and probably never will. Gosh, I wish I had a garage. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. The rule of the garage is the more garage you have, the more uh, stuff you will put in it. I can't imagine. I would, yeah. just, I would love to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I just love to pull in this this epoxy flooring. Talk to me about that. Why would I? Why would I want that? Yeah. So, well, it's it's a great look, you know, and it also makes your garage a little bit more of, um, I would say, a part of your house. You know, um, you could take your shoes off actually and just kind of walk around there barefooted, and it feels like a, another portion of your house without the air conditioner heat. You know, so you're. You're kind of out there. You could have a man cave out there. You can create kind of another space. I know in the COVID era that we're spending a lot more time at home. And so your garage can become somewhat of um, an extra arm of your house where you could have some kind of uh, neat kind of, you know, televisions, um, some kind of hangout area for you and and possibly a neighbor. He's talking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) We've talked on this show that I have box after box after box okay <laughs> you're you're saying well you, you know you you can walk around you know without your some sh- folks actually fix their garages up and make them to where they're entertaining you know they have a little bit more of a um an oomph to it i guess you can you can put a little bit of a maybe a, a beer on tap possibly yeah <laughs> i love this stuff i mean it's a waterproof epoxy yeah. Yeah. so it, it not only is is going to waterproof the space essentially well, the floor the you know the floor of the garage but it also holds up really well against oil that's why i like it yeah you spill a whole quart of oil down there and literally wipe it up and it's not going to stain the concrete so really cool yeah and we also too just you know to um the 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 person that may have the the hot rod in the garage or someone that may like to go a little faster on the belt line yeah we've got a finish that's a clear coat that's a little bit um it's a little bit on the higher end but it doesn't have any hot tire pickup um you know brake fluid does not go through it so it's it's kind of like our teflon don kind of clear coat um, it's the Armor Seal Rex thing coating that we put on, and it's okay. just uh, it's fantastic. I've heard about that. All right, does it look good? It looks excellent, actually. They use it in naval. Um, I guess they use it in kind of hangars for airports mm-hmm. where you have um, F-15s coming in from 
from flying. So it's yeah, a, you never think that the tires are hot, but sure, I, I guess they are. <laughs> I mean, they just hit the brake for yeah, a mile and a half. It's definitely a more industrial product, but we do have air cleaners as well. So we bring in some air cleaners in case you have some um, air sensitive issues for smell. Hmm, very good. And we're also going to talk about that. We're going to talk about quality of paint and and uh, the quality of old paint. If you got an old house, you got lead paint. I got a guy we can call. In fact, you can, the website is finchpainting.com, finchpainting.com, and tell me the telephone number. Sure, it's 919-609-7759. All right. We are on with Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting, and Holly Bowers of RoofWorks, and we'd love to hear from you. 919-860-9783, making your home great. This is Making Your Home Great. I'm Dave Alexander, here with uh, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting, and we're going to focus again with Holly Bowers of RoofWorks on replacing roofs. Let's talk about, are you busy doing this? We are busy. It's actually surprising, but what we've what we've seen is a lot of homeowners, because they're home so much, they're actually focusing on their roofs and their houses, which is a good thing. So, We've been blessed that we've stayed busy through all of this COVID situation, but um, yeah. we just—it's yeah. been good for us because also it's helped because homeowners are actually home and they're not working as much at their job. So we've been able to really spend more time with them and help educate them as well. Do we think that that's why people are putting some money into their home? I think so. I mean, I think just because they're there. I mean, I think there is a lot. They've everybody's been so busy that they're finally able to slow down for a minute and focus on the big investments that are important to them. And your house is the biggest investment. So yeah. it's very important. I saw somebody uh, on the internet commenting that it doesn't feel like I'm working from home anymore. It mm. really feels like I'm sleeping at work. <laughs> <laughs> right? That, that this place is not just one-third of my time on the planet. It's 100%. I, I, I kind of get jealous of this, folks. I mean, I kind of want to build my office in the backyard now. <laughs> oh, yeah. For a lot of a lot of families, it's school as well. So they've got their work, school, and home all in one. That's right. I want to know. I want my uh, car insurance reduced because my wife's not driving anywhere. She, her commute just turned from, you know, 37 There's miles. There's no risk there at all. To roll off the bed. And You've got it, zero risk in your family right zero now. Zero risk. We have no risk at all. Holly, talk to me about um, somebody just deciding to, to replace their roof before it's been damaged, before it's totally worn out, but... You know, Just a due roof to age. has yeah, a roof has a lifespan of, or some of them have warranties that last into the twenty years. Yeah, I mean, it really just depends on what type of roof that you have on there because there's all different styles. But your traditional three tab shingle, I mean, depending on if it's a twenty year or twenty five year, I always say, why do they call it a twenty five year? I'm not sure, but that typically lasts. 17, 18 years at the most. <laughs> with no storms. That's, yeah, that's with if no there's storms. no storms over the 18 familiar year with some period. Of those kind of speeches. Yeah, in the 20 year yeah. shingle, I mean, you're you're good to get maybe 14 years mm-hmm. out of it, but going into the architectural and above, I mean, you're going to get the architectural shingle typically about 25 years mm-hmm. if it's done right, which is yeah. most important. 
Um, and then from that point, you go up to the higher levels, which the shingle is actually thicker, so it, it gives more of a lifespan on it. Well, and, and, and there's a little bit of a misconception. You hear 20-year shingle, 30-year shingle. That is, yeah. that is in perfect conditions. That's yeah, if there's yeah. no storm. No so weather. No, that doesn't, that, that's not, you know, acts of God. Is that like, like a, in a bubble? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> in a bubble where there's no weather. So It's guaranteed to still be a roof yeah. after 20 years. I've, but, I, I've seen three tab shingles that were replaced two years after they were installed after a heavy rain, uh, heavy hail storm. Yeah. So it, that there is a big factor there. To, to her point, the architectural design shingle, that, that really holds up a lot better to impacts. Yeah. So you can typically get through a couple of major storms before being in a position you need to get that replaced. Well, that's what we did. We went from three tab, and apparently they don't make the kind of tile or kind of shingle that we had. So we had to, well, we had to upgrade, <laughs> and that's fine. We upgraded, uh, courtesy of the insurance, and we put in this architectural which is, that's really good because we, I mean, honestly, we don't hardly do any three tabs. We try to steer people away from those as much as we can because it just doesn't make sense for them. The prices are so close nowadays that yeah. for them to spend a few hundred or a thousand dollars extra to get 10 extra years of lifespan and a better warranty from that's, us that's and the manufacturer, it's it's a big, I mean, it's doesn't make any sense for them to go the other way. Three tab shingles are like the popcorn ceiling of roofs. Yeah, it, that's it's, right. It's time, time to go ahead and work that You're out like, of the what industry. Happened here? Which, which actually, it's a good thing because I'm I'm looking at the list of things that Brian does, and one of the things you'll do at Finch Painting is get rid of the popcorn ceiling. We actually really like to do it. We, we, we <laughs> you, really, <laughs> you do we not. Really, we do. We really enjoy it. It's 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 weird to say that, but we have a team that just all they do is popcorn, and they love it. Why did we put in popcorn? Was that for acoustics? You know, I think it's, I hate to say, you know, the 80s was a question. They had a lot of questions they kind of did. With, <laughs> Lots of questions With, with construction. I want had to say through. Yeah. there was one guy that kind of, you know, you know maybe, mastered the art of kind of the lazy bone maybe that that fifth fourth fifth step i think it was drywall people who weren't very good at it yeah no it's the 80s i mean remember your haircut in the 80s everything in the 80s was bad so 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 what you're saying here just to continue the uh, metaphor (laughs) simile um the popcorn ceiling is the mullet of home construction it is absolutely it's a that's a a good good analogy i like that yeah all right so and it's a mess and a half, isn't it? Getting rid of the popcorn. It's stuff. extremely mess. Yeah, people don't realize you, when you do it, it actually turns to complete dust. And br- the, when the the wetness kind of subsides and it kind of dries out on that plastic per se, if you plastic wrap your house, you're going to be walking around in a lot of dust. So what we do is we actually scrape it, then we kind of um, wrap that plastic within each, each itself, and then we actually put that in a trash bag. Then we re-plastic off the house again, just so we don't. I guess, spread that mess that we just kind of created. And also, too, you know, you're going to have guys going in and out of the front door, back door. um, And a lot of times that will create trails from that door to be at the work van. And that's where we don't want to see those kind of things happen as well. You're working around that. You're avoiding that. That's correct. That's correct. And and people should know, you know, sometimes this happens on the show. Somebody's company name, it's finchpainting.com, Finch Quality Painting. I can call you for drywall stuff. 
Certainly. We love to do that as well. Um, we've got a, another team that just does drywall. They're great. Um, they're very effective. They can do it very quickly, and they do finish it with a 45-minute um, coating that's um, the mud that we use, not the 5 or 10 or 15. Um, some guys use the 20. We like the 45-minute because it dries uh, thoroughly in, and it's it's, it's a good uh, coverage. Is it still a kind of thing where you have to come back two days, three days, four days? We try to do minimum sheetrock repairs in one day or a half a day, and we try to kind of speed up the drying process with some different tools. Um, we have heat guns. We have hair dryers. We have things that we can put in place um, that can kind of modify our time and try to help uh, help use our time wisely. If you can stand in your living room or bedroom and look at the wall and know how far eight feet is, right? If you can see that the eight-foot panel of drywall <laughs> ends with a series of bumps or divots, yeah. Yeah, that's we got to call Brian. It's tough. It's tough. Call no. Brian at Finch Quality Painting. All right, we're going to talk more with Brian. Also talk more with Holly Bowers of Roofworks and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Next week, guys, it's Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. And we also have Craig Henson from American Dream Flooring and Tile, making your home great. Have a question about your home project? Call now, 919-860-9783. This is Making Your Home Great. The telephone number is 919-860-9783. Call that number right now. If you own a home, you, these people can help you. Trust me on this. 919-860-9783. If you want to talk about mold or, or about uh, the, the uh, radiant barrier uh, in your attic to, to prevent overheating in the attic area, Brock Emmons is here. You want to talk about anything with painting, inside or outside, or exterior and interior. You know, because Brian could talk about all four of those. <laughs> um, from Finch Quality Painting. I'm glad they got that. And Holly Bowers from Roofworks. Holly was talking about, uh, you know, repairs. You're one of the few companies that actually are interested in doing repairs rather than, you know, a lot of people that say, well, I don't want to do the east end of the roof because who knows? You're going to complain to me in six months. If it starts dripping somewhere else, right? Yeah, I mean, but, I, service is a huge part of our company, service and maintenance. Honestly, that's really what we built the company on. Everything really? else has just flowed with it um, just from helping all the customers with those small, minor repairs that to us are a big deal. We, I mean, just being able to go out there and service them doing a small pipe boot, turn, I mean, they end up using us for years and years to come. And then we build a trusting relationship. So when it comes time for replacement or that storm damage you were talking about, yeah, they can call us because they trust us and they know that we're going to have their best interest at heart. Um, from the repair and maintenance side, we run into a lot. We've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly from all ends of the spectrum. So, and a, Am I right that a leak on the east end of the house like a leak into the house on the east end could be caused by something on the west end of the house. And that is absolutely true. We've ran into a lot of quirky situations when it comes to roof leaks, and they're not always cut and dry. You're going to have some that we've had to go out and try, have trial and error a couple of different times until we find it. There's a lot of stuff hidden behind the walls that, especially with townhomes, condos, things of that sort, it gets a little bit tricky. You, you, 
you literally spray water up on top of the roof, don't we you? We do. I mean, if it's something that we're not 100% sure about, we'll do a water test. But that doesn't always show us the truth either. That's why we, we always get inside because we have to get inside to check the attic. We need to make sure that we are we feel very confident about what our assessment, seeing what their issue is from the inside. And that's why we recommend homeowners always doing an attic check because that would tell you you might have a leak and not even realize it because it's not coming through the sheetrock on the inside. But if you get up in the attic and do inspections pretty regularly, you'll be able to catch a lot of things before they turn into a disaster. You know, water travels in an attic very strange ways. If you have a leak at the peak of your roof, that water could travel down the support of the roof all the way down to essentially your soffits. We've had customers uh, in the past that have had rotted out soffits. And as it turns out, it was because of a roof leak. The water was coming down the supports and actually dripping down onto the soffit. I actually know what a soffit is, sort of. <laughs> it's on the Yay. edge of the roof, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's right there by the gutter. It's And it's right near the fascia. The problem is i completely forgotten which one is the one that's vertical and which one is horizontal. Fascia is vertical. Fascia is vertical. Hor- right, now i got to remember what vertical is. All right, so vertical is straight up and down, that's right? That's correct. All right, thank you. And what is that again? That's the fascia. Fascia. That's okay, fascia. fascia. That's why the, the drip edge is so important when doing a roof. Yeah. Because if you do not have drip edge, you are going to rot your fascia out pretty quickly. And soffits. And or, the soffits, or, or free, absolutely. Or a freeze board. Oh, my gosh. Or, yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John in Raleigh, thank you very much for calling us up on the telephone, 919-860-9783. Hey, John. Hey, hey how's it going? We're doing good. What's up? Uh, inside the house, the crown molding, I've got, uh, it's pretty, like, fancy crown molding on the, the corners of the walls as, as you go around from, uh, room to room. However, my dog has chewed that up. Oh, boy. So, one, how do I get, go about getting that fixed? And how, two, how do I, because I repaired it one time before, but it didn't do as good as a job, but he came back and started chewing on it again. Yeah. So we're probably talking about your shoe molding. The crown molding is going to be up at the ceiling where the top of the wall connects with the... No, he's got a Doberman. That's a very big Very tall dog. It's a a dog on stilts. So, John, he's chewing the stuff up at the floor. Right. Okay. And it's fairly fancy. You don't think you can just go somewhere and buy, you know, another eight foot. Right, exactly. All right. I'm, I'm, we're all looking at Brian. Well, well, I mean, I think this is kind of a dual-part answer, but I think, you know, you could go to a master carpenter and probably get a, a piece made um, to match, which that's kind of where we would be at. We don't have any master carpenters per se on hand, but we would take it to a possible master carpenter where he would take some machines and do some techniques that we don't do in the field. Well, this is a little outside of the uh, the realm of my knowledge, but I do know that there is a uh, product that you can buy at the local pet store that actually is a spray, which is designed specifically to keep your dogs from chewing or right. using the bathroom in certain areas. Yeah. I do not know enough about it to vouch for it, but I do know that those type of products exist. Let's ask Holly from RoofWorks. <laughs> she's, the, she's the least they, qualified 
But she's the only one who hasn't chimed in. What do you think, Holly? So I, I think if you want to do it yourself, what, what you could do is take a piece of that off and probably run to Lowe's and have them match it up and cut it for you because it sounds like it's a pretty simple fix. I think the biggest issue for you is just keeping the dog away from it so you don't have to keep doing this over and right. over again. All right. Now, John, I, I, can, I can suggest a product by name. Are you ready to write it down? Okay. It's called Tabasco. <laughs> One or two drops. Now, here's the problem, John. Sometimes, like with chihuahuas, they enjoy the taste. Okay. <laughs> Chihuahuas but, like the Tabasco. Yes, huh? they do sometimes. <laughs> I, I own a Chihuahua. But if you put something down on there that keeps him from biting it, that's step one, right? That, that, and that's that's kind of what I was thinking. I, I think you're I think we got you some things to think up. Think of. All right, great. Thank you very much. Good John, thank you for the call. I wish we could have provided him with some <laughs> actual mature answers. Well, there's there's so much of that going on. It's so yeah plentiful in this town with dogs and, let's say, the door, you know, for example. Yep. We've had a lot of customers that have doors over the years that are, you know, nice oak um, finished doors that are stained and polyurethane. And, yeah. And, you know, you get the dog on that. You know, you get a puppy. You yeah, puppy scratch gets, wants, wants to go outside, and over the couple course of a few years, that, that door can really get some wear and tear. You can't really do anything to the at that point, You can really you? can't. You know, they're your best defense. And I, and I feel like, you know, if you feel like you're going to move out maybe and say your timeline's five to eight years, put a little bit of a plexiglass up, and then we can come back in at the eighth year and fill those holes in and take it down. I, I know this sounds like I I don't know what I'm doing, but I once closed the wooden door and put the cat in between the storm door and the wooden door and didn't know it. And you may be coming by at some point. <laughs> do you do doors? Can you refinish doors? We we do. We you know that's part of the process for some of these older houses that we do work on. We have to take the doors off and kind of sh- um, kind of sand them down, get them back in shape, um, restore them a little bit. And so that's something that we do do. That's well, cool. and to better answer John's question, if yeah. he's still lens, uh, listening, oh he is. Yeah. Uh, gra- uh, granics, granics, G R A N N I C K S, bitter apple. They sell it down at Petco for yeah. about seven dollars for the spray. But this is saying your dog will no longer chew that area. So I'd say it's worth a shot for seven bucks. I would say yeah, just spray it everywhere. <laughs> just spray it on the tables. <laughs> Just spray it everywhere. Well, sometimes, too, it depends because dogs are pretty savvy. Like, if that's at an area where there could be moisture getting in or some kind of bugs in that wood behind could the be. wall, could the, be. the dog might be sensing that, too. So that's I would probably point. look into that a little bit deeper just to make sure that's not the case because it could be termites or carpenter ants or something that's a very good that they're, trying, good, to, good call. they're yeah. trying to find. This is uh, Holly Bowers from RoofWorks, and the website for RoofWorks it's just roofworks.com, right? That's right. Good. Roofworks.com. Remember that it's R O O F W E R K S. I want to talk to you about the drip edge and the flashing. You guys are experts on this, right? We try to be experts. You're talking work. about the, the metal because the, your company did copper at the, what, Newburn? At the courthouse. The That's courthouse. Right. Okay, and if you can do that, then you can put copper 
on a regular person's roof. We can. Like I said, we can pretty much do everything. I mean, that that kind of work is very intricate, very detailed, and not anybody can do that. We've The guys that do it, I mean, they – they're serious masters at that skill set. So, I mean, I give, I mean, they were very blessed to have them. But when it comes to drip edge and flashing as a whole, it doesn't matter what type of roof system it is. We always say the devil's in the details. So that's where the issues that we find the most because they're not done or drip edge is not installed or the flashing work wasn't done right. That's, right. those are the issues that cause the most problems. So, well, it's funny when you hear people say copper outside, copper on a roof. You're, yeah. you're almost like, what? What? What would that look like? You guys have to go to roofworks.com, look at their photo gallery until you see what a home with copper trim looks like. It's hard to explain, but it just accents the property just incredibly, makes it beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I, I would encourage folks, if you're having your roof replaced, of course, go to Roofworks, but this drip edge thing i got a phone call in the middle of my project they said uh that's my wife she says he wants to know whether we're putting on flashing or a drip edge and i said well was it there before she says no but but you're really you know the guy's suggesting it yes oh yeah we i mean we include drip edge with everything unless they tell us otherwise and even if they tell us they don't want it we still try to educate them as to why it is critical and so important for us to install that when necessary but this is this is a small piece of well it's a long piece of thin metal right that's right and it runs along the eave lines especially where you have gutters because what it does is it keeps the water from going behind the gutter and rotting out that fascia board and soffit Huh. Okay. So, so, so it's, it's a critical piece of you, the roof. And you can tell when it's not been done properly yeah, because yeah. you can see it. It's pretty um, It's active rotting across the whole side of the house. And yeah. That side. And I would classify it as a requirement. That's, yeah. I, I would not ever do a roof without drip edge, good flashing, flashing right. around the chimney. It, You're just it, looking for pretty important. Yeah. But But it is something that on a builder quality home – <laughs> and I thought that was a I thought builder quality was a positive term. It turns out turns out no. Uh on some builder quality homes, they just Well it depends. Leave you know, it, it depends on every, every builder's different. You know, you yeah. can't always have that broad stroke with the builders because there are really good builders out there and that do mm-hmm. the the right kind of job. And I think there's um some builders out there that may not they, they can take some shortcuts. But for the most part we see a lot of good builders out there. I gotta talk to Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting about paint. And what are the new colors? Um, wow, you just, you just, yeah. So, so. All right, I'm going to let you think about. It. I'm going to let you think about. <laughs> no, it. Gonna... you put me on the spot, but I, I believe I do have some recollection of the um, the thoughts that we we shared earlier. The urban bronze. Um, I think that's the color of the year. I'm not sure if it's across the board. I know <laughs> urban bronze. Urban bronze. <laughs> yes. And I believe it's a play. You know, I think Bear has it as one of their colors of the year, and I believe Sherwin Williams is kind of incorporating it as theirs. So I'm not sure if it's both of theirs. Or it just it's... looks like chocolate to me. It, it's 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 a you know it's a, it's another gray that has a little bit of an of a bronze in it and so yeah. it's, it's it's um how how many how many angles can you take a gray or how many how many places can you take gray I think it's endless. Okay, all right. And that probably goes with all the brass that you see on the hardware 
So that's exactly. probably why they did that because that the brass is coming back big time. It so is. It is. With that, with the bronze and the brass hardware, I can see. I can see how. That's, and, and even wallpaper. It's almost, that's almost like bringing back the '60s. Right? It's like wallpaper is coming back yeah, as well. It so is. Yeah. is it really? It, 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 yeah, it really it is. is. It's been. It's become a huge deal um, in commercial as well as residential. That that whole field collapsed at some point. It's 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 back rocking and rolling it's right back now. Back rocking and rolling. Yep. All right. Now I got a question about this this bronze. I. I, I identified it as a very dark color. It when is, should I? Dark. When should I absolutely never use a dark color in my house? Good question, Dave. So we we discussed this earlier as well. You know, a lot of folks these days um, staying at home more. They're kind of uh, taking out a lot of their foliage out of their yard, and so they're cutting down a lot of trees, and so that's creating a lot of light, natural light for their house. And so yeah. we're seeing a lot more of that, and. When you have very few windows and it's maybe a smaller room, you kind of want to steer clear from the darker colors unless you have possibly um, some reasoning behind it like a studio or some kind of, you know, television man cave. TV media room. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, most of the time, you know, when you have an open space and you have um, a lot of windows, it's nice to kind of have a darker color sometimes in there because you kind of can play off that natural light. All right. So a small room keep it light that's what i was told it makes it larger it gives that appearance that it's larger and it it also is a little bit more soothing as well huh all right i was told for a small room you you really want to make the small room feel bigger do an entire wall with mirrors wow (laughs) (laughs) we can bring that back to i think that was 80s as well back to the 80s and and the thing is now now sadly when you have a party it'll look like the party is bigger but it will, it will look like all of your friends look like other people. I feel like I remember going to those parties when I was three, <laughs> back in the 80s. Do you do, are you doing wallpaper, too? We do do wallpaper. Okay, yeah, because wallpaper is really, really big right now. It's, it's really cool. They've got some awesome patterns. It's unbelievable, and we actually – I didn't realize how I, I didn't realize how intricate it is, and there's it's, um, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. All right. We are on the air on Making Your Home Great. Holly Bowers of RoofWorks. Brian Finch of Finch Quality Painting and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. (laughs) This is Making Your Home Great, 919-860-9783. In the future, we're never going to break for commercials. We're just going to do the show front to back. Because we have so much fun during the commercials. <laughs> in the the B-sides are the best. This is good. <laughs> Listen, we got, we got Holly Bowers from RoofWorks. We're going to talk about roof colors. I just had the roof done. We got a sort of a neutral thing, okay? Are other people being more creative with the colors on the roof? I think, I mean, to say right now, probably not, but I think they should be because we like we were talking with Brian what the paint, exterior paint colors do matter when it comes to picking out your shingle color yeah because there are certain colors and tones that go with certain paint colors and when it comes to deciding what's going to actually look good with a new roof replacement what color shingles to go with a lot of it that's really what it's based on is yeah. what the outside looks like from all the the color brick your color stone the color siding the trim color because the trim color determines what color drip edge you use. So there's so many parts and pieces that go into play to make it all come together. We picked a nice neutral for that, and then the siding got done in blue, and the whole house pops. 
but you kind of have to be coordinated about this. You do. And it's like, and if you, that's the big thing is like you said, it pop. That's what I always say. You got to make it pop. And there are certain colors that are just going to make it pop. If you're bold enough to go off the beaten path, some people want to keep it where it's at because they're scared, but if they're willing to go outside of the box a little bit and get a little daring, yeah. <laughs> they'll be surprised of how much of a difference it can make on with what that house looks like when it's finally put back together. There are so many roofing colors. So many. And I think yeah, manufa- Oh, yeah. my goodness. There are. Which is really cool. I mean, there's a lot of different manufacturers that make different colors. So uh, to, to, to Holly's point... Not only do you want to find a good quality shingle, but you want to, you want it to match the rest of the Amen. house. Amen. I see weird paint yeah. schemes with <laughs> roofs all the time because it does all tie together. It, it does. It does. Yeah. Same right. thing with the gutters. I mean, the, the, there's so many gutter colors. Very true. You don't have to just go with white. I mean, that is true. There's yeah. you just get creative with it, and you'd be very surprised how different you could make a house that's looked one way for 20 years look totally different. And that's there's right. so many styles of gutters nowadays. There, that's there's right. not just that old box that you would see back in the 80s that kind of came with every house. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot more of um, decorative gutters. There's different things and styles that can kind of tie in with other architectural spaces and the other thing too is we were talking about why roofing goes hand in hand with rotten siding and and painting because you have to think forward when you get your roof done are you going to be painting your house in the next couple of years right if that's the case you really want to think forward as far as this color what scheme you're going for from the paint scheme because you might end up not being able to go with that paint scheme because it's not going to work with your new shingle color okay somebody brian's got a translate that because i don't even understand that there are paint schemes <laughs> she's talking earth tones what are earth uh, that's brown right yeah i mean you know and you've got your cool and your warm colors and things to that nature and you know this is kind of also too where you can also get a designer but we also do that in-house as well and we can kind of point you in directions that you feel safe and comfortable with um and without outdoor colors, I think you also have to look at, too, your landscaping as well. I think, you know, if you have some pine trees, per se, or if you have azaleas, or if you have boxwoods in your front of your house, you know, you kind of want to incorporate that green and possibly not put something green on the house. Maybe if you've got a lot of green foliage, maybe put it like a gray or something that would kind of not clash so much with that. This is a new thought to me. <laughs> I just I just knew that I wanted my roof to look green. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife said, no, Dave, you don't. And eventually, I, I agreed. Well, I, that's why you're on the radio, though. And, and that's, that's why we bring in the professionals that show us how to do this stuff. I, I'm with you, Dave. I have no artistic talent whatsoever, so... Uh, I defer to the pros. All right. Well, I just say if you're going to spend all this money, have fun spending all this money. Like, <laughs> yeah, have fun. Don't just do the same old thing. Do yeah, something a little different. Lunch. Enjoy it. Get excited about it. That's, yeah. I mean, that's important. Yeah, building excitement for colors. I mean, colors are personal, but they can be fun. Brian, I've got a question. I just had new deck boards. I didn't have the whole deck done. I had new deck boards. I was told at one point, let them sit for six months. Is that true? You know, there's a lot of different uh, styles of decking boards nowadays, and so yeah. there's a lot of different techniques where they um, they treat them differently now. And so sometimes you can you can touch them in 28 days, 25 days. It just depends um, how wet the board comes out of the um, of the treated plant. Okay, all right. And I have a dark brown stain on the rest of it. Of course, I've replaced boards. 
<laughs> and they're nice and light. Uh, should I go ahead and just do the whole thing? You know, it's it's it depends on kind of your risk averseman. I guess your risk or your you know oh, kind of I'm, what's your what's your. I'm feeling. a rebel. I'm if a rebel. If you're feeling rebellious, you know, and you feel like your wife's gonna kind of not see that, you know, kind of little board that's kind of poking out. Yeah. Then you can touch it up, but if you want to kind of have a happy wife, happy life, you may want to do the whole the whole porch. How I'm you just, get, But how are you going to make a whiteboard or a nearly whiteboard? match the brown that's a good question so we would have to possibly do a little sanding do a little um, technique but we'd probably go in just with a few more coats um just doing probably four or five coats on that on those boards instead of two or one or two coats and what what should i get in terms of years on that and and also too dave um you know the solid colors would actually kind of mix a lot better than your semi-transparency and your semi-solids a semi-solid would actually pretty you know you could probably make that work but your semi-transparency you're not going to really have that same effect on the new board all right he's brian finch of finch quality painting finchpainting.com finch is f-i-n-c-h finchpainting.com Holly Bowers of Roofworks, R-O-O-F-W-E-R-K-Z. Thank you, Holly. S, S, Roofworks, with an S at the end. I'm sorry. This is making your home great.